Hello there and welcome to another episode of the Crisperian Show. I want to talk about Palinka, the Hungarian fruit destillate, the Hungarian fruit spirit. A lot of countries, of course, uh, throughout the world have uh, specialties uh, when it comes to uh, certain um, spirits, certain destillates. Of course, uh, when we talk about the wine world, it's grapes and it's between the 30s and 50s of latitude. This is where you have uh, the, the majority of the Vitis vinifera placed and this is Basically, when it comes to wine production, the heartland between the 30s and the 50s apparels. But when it comes to distillation, it's much, much wider. There are a lot of countries who are made out of grains, out of uh, sugarcane, out of a lot of other various uh, raw material spirits that distill, uh, through, through distillation. And Hungary, since Hungary lies in the fruit belt, I like to call it the fruit belt, it's obvious that they're going to use fruit as such. So... This history goes back to, to a few hundred years uh, now, back in the 14th century. This is the first mentioning. Queen Ergebet, uh, Queen Elizabeth, uh, wife of uh, Karoy Robert back then in the 14th century, she had a certain, certain of illness. Uh, and there was an Italian doctor who made a certain medicine through the distillation, added some plants, uh, added some herbs, uh, medicinal roots, uh, God knows what else tried to cure her from this uh, particular illness which she had. This is what we call uh, aqua, uh, aqua Vita Regina, the Queen's Water of Life. And this is actually goes back, if you, if you go across uh, many countries in Europe in particular, Aqua Vitae Eau de Vie, Life Water, Water of Life. This is what uh, very much the distillation often uh, means. Now, in Hungary, I told you, uh, fast-forwarding the history from the 14th century, People started to use all kinds of grains, fruits, uh, potatoes, a lot of things, uh, grapes, of course, as well, for, for distillation. But uh, it took so quite some time before they realized that, you know, fruit is something really essential. There was also some laws uh, during uh, <clears throat> Queen Maria Theresa. Then she said, you know, let's uh, use grains mainly for bread. And gradually, you know, shifting from the 17th, 18th century, fruit has become more and more important for uh, making uh, this particular spirit, what we call today palinka. Fast forwarding and right into the 2000s, Hungary passed a law, um, and I don't want to go too much into the detail with the law, but there are a couple of very important things that, you know, palinka must be a Hungarian fruit-based spirit. In brackets, there are four counties, four Bundesländer in Austria, who are also allowed to make out of apricot, but only apricot, palink as well. But to my best knowledge, nobody actually makes that So in Austria. So it's actually... In my opinion, if you know it otherwise, meaningless. Anyway, so in Hungary, palinka, this particular uh, word for this fruit spirit, is embedded very much in the history and the tradition. Now, the, now, palinka has to be made out of 100% of fruit, right? This is the, the, the most crucial thing. It's pure. No sugar must be added during any stage of the production. So you cannot add sugar to the mash, and you cannot also add sugar at the very end to round up the product. On contrary, a few other spirits, uh, fruit-based spirits, 
in uh, Europe, uh, they uh, they have the chance, they have the pot possibility to to round, uh, I think, up to 15 grams of residual sugar, even, you know, round things up. But palinka not. So palinka is very pure in this sense. And I like to call it the four Ps. The four Ps palinka, right? P, palinka, equals the four P. One of the Ps is the people. It's very interesting that, you know, you have two kind of people. One of the people who grow actually the fruit and one of the people who make the distillation. So there are two separate kind of groups if you want, because you have the farmer who, is, who really knows the fruit. What does that particular fruit really needs in terms of nutrition, in terms of water, in terms of um, from Mother Nature. And in terms of fruit, we're, not, we're talking about different apples, pear, plum, grapes of course as well and all these different fruits require different set of skills and this is the reason that you on one side you have the people who actually grow the fruit and on the other side a total usually a total different entity of people who buy the fruit and just mash it and distill it into spirits so this is two kind of different uh, entities the people now the place the other p which i like to call is very important you know we are right in the fruit belt in the Carpathian Basin and Hungary is a very very good country for fruit production right there are many great uh, nations around uh, you know from Austria Germany if you go into West even Switzerland I would consider Alsace uh, France in particular I think of course uh, has this kind of diversity and then if you're going forwards the east you know have Romania Bulgaria obviously continuing also to the south and you know, Serbia and Excuse me if I left anyone out. No intention. So Hungary is right in the fruit belt. So it's particularly good, you know, back in the Roman times also, uh, Pliny the Elder called it the fruit-growing Pannonia because it was really good for growing fruit. And if you really look at apricot orchards, the different fruit types, wild fruits as well, in particular, are amazing. So you have the people, you have the place, and you have the product, this kind of distillation. A process that you basically have a very healthy sound fruit bear in mind i told you earlier that no sugar is allowed so you need to have fully ripe fruit to produce this particular beverage because certain fruits have a bit more or a little bit less sugar grapes are in particular good because they have an abundance of sugar this is why winemakers also love it amongst many other reasons but there are some wild fruits and very small berry fruits, blackcurrant, um, elderberry. I will, we're going to taste an elderberry in a moment. So there are many fruit types, also wild fruits, which are also based in the nature and so on, which have very little sugar and you need huge quantities of sugar in terms of making the distillation because you need the first step is mashing, mashing the fruit, producing a certain alcohol through yeast. Now, I told you that you're not allowed to add sugar, but you can allow, uh, you can add some certain yeast, you can add enzymes, you can add foaming inhibiting agents, so which help the mashing, the fermentation to, to get to the certain point. So those things are uh, allowed through the technology. But again, you know, it has to be pure, pure by nature. I'm going to come back and you can, you can sense that's the fifth P, uh, sorry, the fourth P actually, it's purity. Place, the people, the product itself, you're picking the very healthy 
uh, fruit and then you're mashing it, you're fermenting it, having an alcoholic beverage and then you distill it. Usually in Hungary what they've done in the past is pot distillation but again through the advance of technology you can have also column distillation and you can mix those two things. You can have uh, uh, pot distillation and column distillation mixing those things and they may attribute different things uh, to uh, the final spirit. And then the fourth B which I mentioned is purity because it's a very pure beverage. It should highlight the very nature of the fruit itself. So I see when we talk about distillation, that's kind of a, like a magnifying glass. This is like a magnifying glass. Through this magnifying glass, you look at the fruit, where it's coming from, you know, and all the process in the middle and between, and you're magnifying it, you're highlighting it. You're getting that kind of sense, overwhelming sense. And if you smell, and if it's not a blend of different fruit varieties, which can also happen in Hungary, then you should very much sense that particular fruit. And if it's done well, you can sense that. There are a lot of different fruits in Hungary. Uh, you can make it out of apple, very common, plum, and also different varieties within apple, plum, as well as apricot. Apricot is very particular, famous in hum Hungary. And you have the Gunzi, the Magyarkoisi, a lot of different varieties within the family of apricot as well. Uh, one of my favorites is apricot question. But I like also the funky stuff. And this is um, elderberry, not elderflower, because elderflower wouldn't be a fruit. This is elderberry, the berry itself. One of my favorite Palinka producers, He's from the area not far from Sexard, so in Hortz, actually town of uh, Hortz, just south of the Bolaton, uh, south of Shiofox, south of the Bolaton, and that's Elderberry. 2019, he likes to also put the vintage on the label, which is very good, very interesting, because if we are totally honest, you know, every vintage is a little bit different, not just for grapes, but also for other fruits. So he tried to highlight that particular thing as well. And literally, there's nothing else. This is just the spirit itself. And of course, he had to dilute it, probably some demineralized water to bring it down to 40% ABV. But that's it. It's food and for getting the right amount uh, in terms of alcohol adjustment, just water. That's it. Let's try this uh, elderberry. While we taste this, I wanted to also highlight very much that the diversity in terms of aromas and flavors, which you can pick up from a palinka. We developed a couple of years ago an aroma wheel. And you obviously know beverages have that kind of wheel, aroma flavor wheel, if you want to call it. Wow, it's amazing. Elderberry just comes out. It's like a elderberry syrup for adults. <laughs> now, we developed this kind of aroma wheel to highlight the different um, uh, different aromas which uh, tasters assessed during uh, several competition, one of the biggest and largest best competitions which we hold held uh, many years now, and we assess those different um, attributes, the different aroma descriptors which they mentioned during their tasting, and this we put in a in a in a big wheel. Talking about uh, palinka as well, you know, when it comes to tasting. Um, and we talked about the four um, piece, the people, the place, the product, and the purity. And you should savor, of course, because it's a high alcoholic beverage uh, with a gentle touch. You know, I didn't have a spit to now with me, but it's just the last sip. You have a good glass. You don't fill it, obviously. You look at the color. Usually, usually palinka is colorless. It's, it's pale. Uh, it's water white. 
some fruits may, you know, like blackberry, blackcurrant, I heard, especially from, I think, from Ottila, that they can have a little bit more kind of um, straw yellow color during, uh, even after distillation. And then, of course, you can uh, use oak. You can use barrels, all sorts of, they will add some color. And you can also use the fruit bed. We call it Ayos, Ayos Palinka. And then you kind of macerating the very uh, spirit, the very uh, Palinka, within the fruit uh, bed itself. And you can have that uh, dried fruit, fresh fruit. And of course, it will pick up the color and more enhance more aromas as well. But this is a different topic for another, another day. Basically, it's usually colorless. I mean, here, yeah, it's kind of water white. I like to give it a very gentle swirl just... And you obviously drink it at room temperature, classical 18 Celsius degree, because you want to feel those aromas. You're gonna, you want to feel that particular smell which, which it has. Mm, I really love the elderberry. Now, is there anything beyond elderberry in this very particular palinka? I would say maybe some juicy, fleshy white fruit, stone fruit. I wouldn't say William's pear but something fleshy white food and there's a touch of marzipan it's a very very chocolatey marzipani this kind of really brittle marzipan which you have some spiciness there's some green touch as well but the sweet sensation from the nose if, if anything like this exists combines with that very elegant herbal touch i very much like that and marzipan there's a there's a ton of marzipan there I love that. You can kind of sense a kind of fleshiness, the ripeness, richness. It's very pure. It's one of the best palinka producers, no question about that. Let's try it. Talked about so much aromas. And bear in mind, it's 40% alcohol, so you have to be gentle, careful with all those kind of spirits. Of course, it's dry. It's quite a bite, quite a punch due to the high alcohol. But you need that. You need that to, for the extraction of the aromas. And the first thing, it's quite a bite. It's really warm, really rich. Aromas, the flavors gradually develop. They kind of intensify. As soon as the bite punch of the alcohol, very elegant by the way, no question, but kind of drops, the aromas start to come up. They start to develop. And you get that beautiful elderberry again, kind of lush, ripe fruit style. And then the hint of marzipan. But again, it's dry, but you do have a kind of sweet sensation. It's very elegant, very delicate. Hmm, I like it very much. It's a beautiful perfume. Elderberry nose. It's very well made. Briefly summarizing up, Palinka, Hungarian fruit spirit, 100% fruit, comes from Hungary. Hungary sits right in the middle of the fruit belt and therefore it has great conditions in terms of nature, mother nature, to grow a big number of local fruits from apple to grapes to apricot to wild fruit as well so there's a huge diversity within this uh, country packed in and through the production picking of that particular fruit no sugar at any stage of the production is allowed you're kind of meshing it you're showing the purity because you know sugar will dilute not just the fruit but also the final product you don't want to dilute it you want to highlight the natural the purity so you have the place Hungary, right in the fruit belt, you have the people, one side, very important, the people who grow and harvest, pick those fruits, those different fruits, because they know best. Uh, every fruit is very different. Also, the mashing process is going to be very different. And the other side, you have the people who produce the product, 
the dis distiller, the, the master distillers, the producers, and then of course product itself, creating, highlighting that very much food. And the final P, my purity, because it should really show what the land, the place, the food itself gives through the process and the people, the production. It should highlight this in the very glass in terms of purity and it should sense it. It's pure, pristine, and it's all about Palinka. Until next time, bye.